Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie, Chris, Lauren, and Steve. Hello. I have to. I feel like I have to sit up straight for this show. Yes, you should. You do. Prim and yes. proper. You make make sure you cross your legs and make sure your skirts over your knees. Is he drinking <laughs> his this. tea with his pinky out? I don't know. Is it really with the pinky out? I don't. How would I know? Well, if you're going for etiquette, yeah. I don't think it's true. I don't. I, well, kind of when you hold a teacup, aren't you like inclined to put your pinky out? Well, I don't think it fits on the little handle. This so is, it has nowhere I to go. Can I just say something about the well, pinky? My husband has really good table manners, like very good table manners. And so do you, Steve, incidentally, which is somewhat surprising. But my husband's table manners are really good. And sometimes when he's drinking tea or even a glass of something, he'll have his pinky out. And when we were dating, I was sort of like, this might be a deal breaker. I don't know. So that leads us to our show topic, which is kind of like the Disney World cotillion. Wow. So today's topic. Oh, these are our etiquette pet peeves. We're going to try and help you guys brush up on your Disney etiquette, mm-hmm. your park True. etiquette. Or if okay, you so- see someone, you can tap them on the shoulder <laughs> and you can say, Mouse Chat would not approve. <laughs> this is a mouse chat. Disney World, Disneyland. That's a faux pas. so faux won't pas. get you punched in the yeah. face. <laughs> tisk tisk would Mary Poppins approve. <laughs> so I think everybody should sit back, get your notebook in hand, and take notes because maybe we can get this under control. Now wait, are they sitting back or are they sitting up? Sit straight up. Okay. Perfect posture. Yes. Perfect posture. Practically perfect in every way. Mm. Okay. Wait, so I have my pinky out when I'm drinking my wine. You know, you, you can hear it echo in your wine glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't spew wine. <laughs> Steve, start us off with photos. So there's a couple different things around photos. And I just wanted to touch on the ones when you're walking, say you walk down Main Street, you see the castle. And the first thing, the first inclination is kind of stop, not pay attention to your surroundings, take out the camera. Hopefully everyone doesn't run into you from behind. Uh, and you're just standing there in the middle of the street, taking the photo. And then the other thing is, that I kind of see is there'll be one person on one side taking a picture of the castle on the, you know, they might be on the bridge and then the other person goes to the, uh, the far other end of the bridge. Yeah. The, take, the two sides. Yeah. It's a take the two, the two gates or fences. And then nobody can walk in between them because they've taken up the entire pathway because they feel like they need that much room to take the photo. And then on top of it, you kind of need to, if you're going to do something like that, you can, you might want to take it quickly instead of, you know, trying to figure out the camera at that point or the phone at that point. So those are, those are the ones. Just make sure, just be courteous of everyone around you. Try to make sure there's space where people can get by and you're not blocking the whole thing or don't do some abrupt stop uh, in the middle of Main Street. I have one in, in connection to photos, but no one's, everyone's going to think this is dumb, but it's something that I try to consider when I'm taking a photo um, I try not to get other people's children in the background if I know I'm going to post it. Yeah. Um, I think that. that's just a, a courtesy. I wouldn't want my kids' photo slapped all over Facebook or something. Yeah. Um, I just think that that's a, a parental courtesy. Uh, protect the child. They don't need to be pasted all over the internet. But Lisa. Uh-oh. Haven't you seen where the couple got married? And they were going through each other's family photos. And it oh, turns God. out mm-hmm. that, they're, that they were in the same photograph at Disney with their own families as children. Yes. 
They didn't know each other. They didn't grow up anywhere near each other, but they were, their families were at Disney at the same. So you never know that could happen. That could happen. You know, that happened to my, my neighbors. I understand the concern. That did happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the other, and real quick, the other thing with photos, if you're on a dark ride, don't use the flash or if you're, it's all, it just spoils the whole haunted mansion or pirates and you're just taking flash after flash. Mm. And the other thing is if you're, yes. if you're videoing a dark ride, <laughs> you're just waste, you've got the light on or it's just constantly rolling and you see yeah. this red light and you're going to get nothing when you get out of there. It's just a big black. Well, and, and to piggyback on that, um, if you're on the haunted mansion and you've been on it a hundred times and you're kind of bored, I can't imagine. Don't pull out your iPhone with that big old flashy screen. <laughs> I um, do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's so out there. It, it illuminates so much. Mm-hmm. Um, don't. Yeah, it ruins Or at least have the courtesy to turn the brightness on your screen down. Way down. Um, Can I just add one thing? Yes, Piggybacking Chris. on Lisa's. I never take pictures of people where they're close-ups in their bathing suits at the pool. Because nobody wants their booty on my Facebook page. <laughs> and Wait, Steve has done that to us. I know, but Steve it was just for annoying. Does that. No, no, no. Steve does that a lot in general, but that's another story. Um, I, I just don't do it. I, uh, I try, like I figured that this mom chasing after her kids doesn't want her picture on the mouse chat Facebook page. So Listen. I try, if I'm going to take a picture of the pool, I try to go way back. I'm so. fully clothed when you take pictures of me and I don't want them on. I know. Like, like, yeah, and that's the other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean the, the bathing suit thing, especially like what Lisa said with kids, even if I'm not posting it, I, I try not to take pictures. It's a little creepy. So. Yeah. Um, okay. I do. I do break this rule a little bit um, for Mickey's not so scary, but I do ask permission of the parents and let them know that it, it will be used on Facebook. And I don't think I actually ever posted them on our, our page, but right. really cute costumes or ideas. Um, I will get permission. And yeah, you always ask. I've actually been around you when you asked. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to intrude. Right. So, okay. Let's see. Next one up is Lauren. And you can kind of piggyback on Steve with your whole topic. And in a way. So you've got parades and... Uh, nighttime events and fireworks and spectaculars. What do you have for etiquette for us? So a couple things with, with the parades. Don't come in front of people that have been sitting there for an hour, who have waited the hour to get a good spot for the parade. And a minute before the parade starts, don't come and push a three-year-old out of the way and stand in front of them to see the parade. It's just rude. It's just rude. And so many people do it. It is horrible. Don't push an adult that's been sitting there for an hour. I'm an adult and I've sat there for an hour to watch the paint the night parade in Disneyland and had somebody come in and push me out of the way. I also had other issues at that parade. Yes. We're not going to go there again. (laughs) We're not going to discuss those. Um, But don't do it. You know, people, if you really want that front spot, do what the rest of them pop a squat an hour before and wait for the parade, get an ice cream, relax. People watch. It's very interesting. Um, but don't stand in front of, don't jump in front of people that have been waiting there, especially children. Um, and the fireworks, 
don't wait until the fireworks start. And as soon as they start, put your kid on your shoulder and then hand them the iPad to hold over their head. Because guess what? The other 50,000 people standing behind you. Yeah. They can't see now. We can't even get a clear picture with fireworks because we have your kid's head with their Mickey ears and the hat and the, the iPad. It is so rude. And I get that you want your child to see and we're there for the kids. I get that. But put the iPad down and let the kid watch it. I have take an ear. Take the ear hat off. Put the iPad down. Put the kid on your shoulders and let the kid watch it. I have another one for that. And some people are going to argue that I'm wrong. And I could be. But it's something that I don't think is proper. Um, all of those nighttime toys that light up. Um, when it comes time for the actual show, shut them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, glow with the show ears. You know, well, except the glow with the show, yes. Um, lightsabers, you can shut those off. Those blinky sword things. Um, any of those light up toys. Um, I know you spent a lot of money on them and you want to use them. Use them in the dark, but you know, it's a 15, 20 minute show. Yeah. Shut it off. And then they make their way into the dark rides and you're going through the attractions and they, the kids are all doing whatever with their blinky things in the haunted mansion or maybe turn those off. Yeah. Then I had another one and I don't. Okay. So you're going to watch a parade and you get there early, like Lauren said, and you sit on a bench and the bench is four to six feet away from the curb. Don't get upset when you sit on that bench and people start lining up in front of you because just because you want to sit on that bench doesn't mean you're going to be front row now. Yeah, um, People agree. will stand in front of you. They will sit on the curb, which is fine. You can still see over their heads, but then people are going to line up behind them and more people will line up behind them and you're not going to have the view you thought you were going to have. So just be aware. That's not really etiquette issues, but it's it kind of ties in and... I guess it's not poor etiquette to stand in someone in front of someone that is sitting at a bench. Maybe that's what I'm saying, in my opinion. I or agree. Standing in front of someone in a wheelchair. Oh, that's horrible. Th- that's I. I personally witnessed this when I was at Disneyland. Uh, there was a, there was a family there with um, their son, and their son was a uh, dual amputee from Afghanistan. Uh, from the war in Afghanistan and this family comes up they 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 had they had been well positioned to watch the fireworks for at least 45 minutes because I had sat on the park bench for an hour prior to the fireworks and then uh, when when they when they took their position I took the position at the light pole next to them and because I I saw that other people were starting to gather around and as soon as the fireworks started this giant family steps in front of them puts the kids up on their shoulder and I honestly wanted to deck them how rude can you possibly be to get in front of someone who is in a wheelchair and had the courtesy to stake out their their seat much in advance so be aware of your surroundings be aware of people in wheelchairs and please be kind how did that turn out yeah, the the I was I was I was about ready to say something, but the dad kindly pointed them to behind to stand behind them. Okay, and they they acted a little miffed, but Good they gracious. did it. Okay, I, this is a terrible thing to say, but they do have special locations for the wheelchairs. Were they not in one of those special locations? They, they were, oh. and the people came and stood right in front of the ropes. 
Okay, not. And cool. I stood. I was standing at the the light post where the rope terminated. So okay, that's how I, that's how I got to. Now, watch do they all still that. have cast members in there to get rid of to get the people that do that kind of crazy stuff out of there too? The, not as soon. Not as soon oh. as the fireworks start, the cast members go to the edge of the oh, and they, edge of the, the area. They yeah, to make sure that people don't get in there and they kind of sit down low. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Uh, Chris, you're on affections and PDA. Oh my God. So I, so I have a funny story with this. I don't know how appropriate it is, but what the heck? So our Twitter girl, Mandy and I were staying at the Polynesian and we decided to go to the hot tub. I don't, I can't tell. I can't tell the story. I should Come not. On, just no, it's it. it's bad. Okay. So so Mandy and I were in the hot tub and there's this couple in there and they have three kids. And um the parents started getting extremely affectionate. And then they just left. They left us with the kids. Like they saw that Mandy and I were interacting with the kids and goofing around with the kids. They took off. I don't know where they went. I don't know what happened. Strangers? They were strangers. They were total strangers. We had never met those people. They started like they were making out in the hot tub. They were the kids' parents and they left us with the kids and they took off. And so about 20 minutes pass. And I said to Mandy, I said, I think we might be babysitting these people's children. Mm, they were little kids. Sure were. <laughs> oh my God. And Mandy was like, what do we do? And so she got out of the hot tub and she looked around to see if they were still at the pool. They weren't there. So she got back in and, and I was like, well, let's just go. And and we left, but, um, yeah. So don't do that in public because it's gross. Stop. And it. don't leave your kids with strangers without telling them. Well, I think they just <laughs> figured, you know, cause I was, Mandy is awesome with kids and the kids were cute and adorable. And we were just talking with them and having a good time. The parents never interacted with us one time. Well, so. they were too busy with their tongues down their throat. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was kind of funny. So don't do that. Come on, it's a hot tub. Mm. And, and it's a family environment. It kind of is. And we, I, I've seen it multiple times. I don't know what it is about the hot tubs at Disney. Stay out of them, please. Anyway, that, but that's just, yeah. Anything else on PDA? I don't think there's anything else I can say after that. That it pretty, pretty much says it all. It was hilarious. It was really hilarious. Like Mandy, like I went, I was back down there like a month later and I was like, remember those people in the hot tub? And she just cracked up. Like, that's all we have to say. Cause it's, we were so dumbfounded just sitting there going, what do we do now? Are we, are we babysitting these children? So anyway. All righty. Mom and dad. Sharpie, you're next. And you're going to talk about maps. So we're talking first time visitors maybe here. Have their they have their entire party, their entire family, mom, dad, kids, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles. Seems like the whole Smith family has come out. And all of a sudden they realize they're headed in the wrong direction. Rather than curb themselves, they will stop their entire party in the middle of the park and stop traffic in both directions. So they can check their map and make sure they're on the right course. Mm -hmm. Curb yourself. Move to the side. Otherwise, people are going to give you dirty looks. It's going to get really contentious. Uh, and you're going to hold up traffic all over the whole park. So curb yourself. Curb your family. Curb your park. 
curb your just just curb your party. Just go. Take a look my, at the map. Take a breather. My plan favorite your route about ahead. that is that they literally just stop dead in their tracks, and but, like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're like in their backpack. <laughs> but don't you think that now they don't have park maps? They're actually looking at their phone now because they don't. Yeah. They cut back on the maps, right? So. Yeah, but they still. It seems like it seems like, and they always seem to do that. You know, like you're walking around one of those narrow paths that go, cuts around the castle or something. So it's already a not a thoroughfare that you're in, and they take their whole party and decide that they're going to stop and pull out their phone or pull out their map. It's interesting, um, and they're complete, and everyone's like completely unaware. Or like Lauren said, you're all walking, and the whole massive herd of people is walking at a certain pace, and everyone's talking, and then all of a sudden you you notice right in front of you there's a backpack like one inch from your nose because a person has just stopped and you've almost just run them over can i just make a confession i do this all the time because you see those pictures on the mouse chat page i'm posting them in the parks i'm just like okay i gotta stop for a second so i i do it constantly i'm not checking a map i'm just looking you just we have to like, like kind of walk over to the edge by one of the planners. You just have to make no, sure you're but not. There's so much I, I, downtime. There's I'm Lines seizing and... the moment. I'm seizing the moment, Steve. <laughs> the muse is speaking to me. It says, "Post that picture of that cupcake," and I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to work on it. Mm-hmm. No. All you right. Can't, you can't stifle my art. Okay, Steve. Okay. You're up next. You're going to talk about line etiquette. What about Lauren with? Texting. Oh, did I miss? I did. Right. But isn't that kind of what we just well, talked about? We just about? did maps. Well, maps. With Chris Sharpie. It's the same thing, really. Yeah. All right, Lauren, you can talk about texting. Okay. Well, <laughs> same concept, really, is yeah. what Chris just said. You know, you're you're walking along, and all of a sudden, somebody, like, like slows down. It's like when you're behind them driving. You can tell the person's driving and texting because their head's down, and they're, mm. like, they're not they're weaving. <laughs> it's the same thing with, with walking and texting and, uh, you know, just stop, pull over. Well, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't make everybody else wait for you to text and do what you got to do. It's not really fair to the rest of us. Chris. Yes. Chris. I'm, I'm not changing my ways. I'm well, sorry. the other thing I, you're a rebel. The other thing I, I hate about texting and I see this usually with the younger kids. Old man Griswold. Old man Griswold. So this is old Grand Mizzle. <laughs> what, what should I call him? kids and your cell phone. Yeah. He's a texting this and is, the PDA and the hot dog. Well, I, saw, I watched it. somebody in line on their cell phone texting, ride the entire ride, looking at their cell phone, texting, get off the ride, texting, and walk. What ride? That may have been me. And you're like, (laughs) why? You're like, this person doesn't even realize they're here. They, they never in the entire line, the entire ride and the entire time getting off looked away from their cell phone ever. And you're like, why is this? And you're like, oh, the kids nowadays, they just, they could be (laughs) on vacation and not even, they could be at the Grand Canyon or whatever and come back and not even know that they were there. Ever. And so I've seen people do, I've seen it at other, other parks, but I've, it's just amazing to me. And you're like, oh, it's awful. It drives me crazy. Disney spends all this money on the theming. The queue is all themed. The rides themed the, you know, they, there's a experience usually after the ride and the people, some of the people are completely oblivious just lost on them. to any of it. 
So I don't know. I, I think I've seen you with your face in your phone. It would be nice if they made you have to turn on your phones when you come into the park. Yeah, no. That's well, that's not with all the well, you couldn't use the My Disney Experience. Uh, well, and that's, that's the whole problem. <laughs> this well, this is, is the entire problem is that they have they have they want you so plugged in that you really can't not look at your phone occasionally. Yeah. So it's sort of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. So that we that's texting. Who's up? All right. So now it's Griswold's turn. Lines. What am I, what am I doing with lines? Talking about line etiquette. Like what? Like, don't push people. Don't touch people. Don't sit on those ropes. Darn it. It drives me crazy. Don't let your kid fall backwards and break your head. Yeah. And a lot of it can be kid. Don't Don't invade invade personal personal space. Pay attention to the line. Holy cow. Don't be too close. Don't be a. a Stop. All right. So don't tailgate. So you're going to introduce me. I thought I did. Can you do it dramatically? (laughs) Because apparently he thinks he's important. All right. You ready? It's old man Griswold. All right. Steve, you're next. Yeah. That does not sound sincere at all. Yeah. Oh, so, I thought it was very sincere. Once very more nice. with feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, all right. you're next. Okay. So I have lines. So this is pretty broad, okay. but just basic line etiquette. Um, you know, this can be the little kids that have been in line for a while and are like, Fighting behind you and punching your backpack or running or into you. Or if you have you. Steve and Chris in line with you. Yes. Or you have, or they're, um, they're, uh, touching the Winnie the Pooh display where the honey is running You're down supposed the to LCD. Touch it. Sp- and Putting stickers on yeah, your back. And they're licking. Yes. They're li- uh, guys, let Steve talk. <laughs> they're licking their hands and then touching the. <laughs> The, the Winnie the Pooh honey display. Um, Wait, Steve was actually the perfect person for this one. <laughs> or there, I fear that you're guilty of all of these. Or, yeah, or I mean, the, I've, um, I've seen him lick the honey display and go, mm, yummy in my yeah. tummy. <laughs> I have a rumbly in my tummy. You will after you touch it, after those 8,000 people have touched it in front of you. You're going to have a major rumbly. Were you just trying to get a honey smackerel, Steve? Yes. <laughs> but. Or or they or or they have the one family member that's oh, forty five minutes ahead of them in line somewhere, and they are pushing through the entire queue. Yeah, six more so, people. Excuse me, my party's up here. My, my somewhere up here is my party because we weren't together, and they just push their way to the front of the line. So there's just a lot of general line etiquette. I haven't seen a lot of it that's been horrible lately, though. Well, but then you get into kid etiquette and what's appropriate for your kid to do. It's tough do. because sometimes the kids, I understand now that I have kids that, you know, they're tired or they've been in the park all day or they're hot or they or they're know, excited want, or they want to do something and they're swinging on the thing over and over again. And then the cast member will say, hey, little princess, stop sitting on the. <laughs> I've never seen him say that. Little nice. princess, get out of the piglet's garden. Little devil child, step away. <laughs> it's basically what they're saying. They're like, you know, the parent's not controlling the kid, so I have to say something nice to try to control the kid. But, um, or they love to swing on the on the ropes. But yeah, any line etiquette would be nice. But luckily, maybe I just I, I just haven't waited in the long lines because if it's over twenty minutes, I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna wait. That's me. So Mine's that might not. be why. Yeah, I just. I haven't waited in a long line in a while because I just would rather kind but of. But it doesn't enjoy even need to be a long line. It can be a twenty or ten minute line. 
Anybody else have anything for lines? I do. What? Well, because we were just at SeaWorld and we were at Dollywood Mm -hmm. in the last month. Yes. And just quick little weekend trips. So we had one day in uh, SeaWorld and then we had one day at Dollywood. And this is a pet peeve of mine. And I'm sure I'm a pet peeve of many other people when I control my pet peeve. Um, If I'm in a line for a roller coaster where they have, you know, 12 lines for each, you know, Uh, a line for each car, everyone does their best to cram in there and pick the line they want. And it's cramped. You can't move. You can't even get your proper count. So you can pair up with your other party. So I'll hold the line right at the entrance to let it kind of wean down and let it clear out a little so you can actually walk without touching other people and getting their sweat all over you. So I'll hold the line back um, for like two or three cars. And then there's only two cars waiting in line. And then I'll go. Yeah. Well, and at Disney, this isn't an issue. No, Disney, it's not. So Disney has a person at Disney World attractions and Disneyland attractions that holds the line right before you board. And they say, okay, two people on number seven and three people on number eight. And then you go to that spot and you stand. The other SeaWorld and your other smaller parks don't have somebody there. So when you get to the part where you load the coaster and you have to, it's just a madhouse of just people all crammed in there. And then you can't figure out if you're going to be riding with the other people or not because you can't tell how many people are there. And it's all just jammed up. And you can't even get to the front area unless so, you push your way through. So that. So I try to control that. Yeah, that's always tough. So, okay. So that was my last thing on lines. Um, well, I'm actually next, and mine is such a pleasant topic, but it's um, bathroom needs. And this is going to cover any bathroom need that you can think of. And I'm going to start with diapers and point out that diapers should probably be changed in a bathroom or at the baby care center, which is lovely. Are you sure about that? I don't think they should be changed on a table where people eat. Um, A bench, you know, not as disgusting, but still out in the open. And, you know, you can get a nasty diaper going there and it it doesn't belong there. So (sighs) diapers aren't emergency situations necessarily. And you can make your way to a bathroom to change the child. I've, Disney has tons of bathrooms. Tons of bathrooms. And you can find them and the baby care centers on your app. Ah. Yeah, just stop in the middle of any walkway. Just walk. <laughs> through, yeah, just stop in the middle, right in front of Steve. <laughs> <laughs> He'll plow into you. Take a couple and photos. Disney then- is also really great about having changing space. Yeah, in their in all almost all of their bathrooms. I say almost all because there are a few out there that yeah. When I ones went, that don't have now them, Sharpie. But. When I was in a, a a young Griswold father, it was amazing to me that they didn't have changing in any of the male restrooms. So Lisa always had to go. I think you're change. making this up. No, I I swear I, there was bummer. never everywhere so everywhere I went they didn't have changing stations in the men's I restrooms. Think Steve paid people to tell you that. Lisa. <laughs> I, I think I like, that wow. I, I would think I love, need to ask Sharpie. I would love to help with this. Did he diaper. really pull that? You know he, what? See, Rich used to walk. Rich used to change the girls in the bathroom all the time. What are you talking yeah, about? I don't Kevin know how too. that. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, Steve was not big on the diaper changing. <laughs> I I got thrown up on a couple times at Epcot. What does that have to do with diapers? Nothing. I just excrement. I took. I got my. He's not good with excrement at all. I got all. my dues. 
You got thrown once up on in, once. It That's should all stay I needed. in until it comes no. out in an orderly fashion. I, vomit, to me, the vomit is worse than anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, oh, he did get his due, no, got no pun intended, many times. Castaway Key standing in line. Oh, and I got pooped on in Castaway Key. Oh. It was yeah. the mustard poop, and it ran down I, his arm. I do hope that you put a disclosure on this, that this is the poop show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got vomited on at Epcot by stories. Amber. And then I got pooped on by Brooke, right? Was it Brooke? Yes. It was Brooke because Amber was laughing at you. Yes, it was great. And then I got vomited on <laughs> multiple times by Amber when she was like, yeah, it's done. No. Nope. Yes. At, mm. at the land pavilion. Maybe twice. No, then, I remember this story. And then I had to hold the cup on the on the bus the whole oh, way back. You did. did. Did she puke on the bus? No. I, uh, she, oh, that's she attempted good. to. Oh, that's disgusting. It was like dry heaving the whole way back. Yeah. My my husband was awesome. such an expert at diapers that he he really did the diapers like the quick changes at, in the parks and stuff. His his diapers are like origami diapers. <laughs> He's like wow, look, I, it's a swan. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so much better than me. Wait, this isn't the chocolate lava cape we ordered. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Steve. Uh, That's not even appropriate. <laughs> All right. I'm going to continue with another aspect of That's this topic. That's a good call. We've gone completely into a different direction. Oh, my gosh. We've really gone downhill lately. Okay. So the the next one stems from when I worked there. And I was over by the castle, what was then Tinkerbell's Treasures. Uh, it's now a costume shop, I believe. And there was a kid who apparently couldn't hold it long enough to go over by Pinocchio's house and just squatted in the corner and relieved himself. I'm like, are you kidding? No, on the pavement. (laughs) What? The pavement where it's not going to just. I've seen that all the time in the Paris subways. Yeah, that's true. It was, Remember you were like, don't touch the wall. So One make of my sure kids touch the wall. There are plenty of bathrooms in Disney World and the different parks. So be sure that you plan ahead. And if you've got a toddler that just got out of pull-ups or out of diapers, put them in a pull-up because and you're going to appreciate it. And so will we. Always bring a change of clothes. Always bring a change of clothes. Good, good call. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You can always get a nice $30 outfit if you'd rather. And then you'd have to buy new underwear for $12 and new socks for, I think, eight. Um, so just bring your own extra spare outfit and uh, accidents happen. They're young, they're excited, and they don't want to stop the fun to tell you that they have to go potty. So. Yeah, no, they're very busy. But I, I do think if if you're kind of bridging the, the pull-ups to underpants stage, just for the day, for the vacation, put them in a pull-up. You're all going to be happier. You don't have to worry about making a mess. So, All right. Chris Wood, going back to you and how appropriate. Cussing. So a couple of years ago, I took my kids to Disney World at Christmas time. And we're standing on Main Street. And this guy is screaming every cuss word you can imagine into his phone at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, why is this? But that's sort of a more egregious example, but you hear it all the time. You hear like people walking around going, 
you know, F this and F that. And it's like, it's like an adjective. Is it an adjective, Lisa? You would know. Um, it is for them instead of, I don't know. I mean, it's just constant and it's really loud and it's constant cussing and my kids hear it. And I, I try really hard not to, you know, cuss in front of them myself. So I'd prefer it if other people didn't do it. Your kids wouldn't last a day in my house. <laughs> well, it's not like I don't do it too. I just try not to do it in front of them. I figure they have enough, you know, to deal with without, you know, slipping up at school. So no, but it is kind of strange, you know, like people are just walking around and they're like, oh, I need to get myself a effing Mickey bar. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I don't think I've ever done that. I know. They just, they're just walking around. It's and just I a casual it. word. Yeah, it's it so is. It's so messed up. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been, I've been known to let it fly, but you know, not in front of the kids and not in, in public. We were somewhere with the girls and there was, Oh, was this- that the ride I went on where I te- I taught your daughter all those new words? <laughs> you did teach her some words at Dollywood. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh my! Oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah, you've been on a couple of roller coasters where you've taught a lot of people some new words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't take me on those rides. I'm surprised. I mean, I think lately, you know, in the last ten years or so, it has become so common to just say any old thing in public, to just say any cuss word, you know, forgetting that sometimes a well-placed F word does have its place, but it's not that often, you know, mm. and it's certainly not with kids around and at Disney to be walking around. And, and I hate to say it cause then I sound like old man Griswold, mm. but it is a lot of times it's like 20 something guys walking around and just talking about, Ooh, and I even had it happen at that Carmel place in Epcot, but it was a cast member. It was two cast members talking about extremely inappropriate things in front of me and my oldest son. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. I really want that caramel apple. But if I wait here much longer, I'm going to hear way too much about this guy's personal life. So that's surprising at Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of surprising. He's a college program guy. He and another guy, they were working behind the counter and they were just going on and on. And I thought, I don't, and I didn't know what to do. It was like so over the top. Like I didn't know what to say, you know? Mm. Yeah. Not good. Okay. Um, so it's coming back to me. And my next topic is when you go into one of those theaters, let's say it's a bug's life or you're going into, um, help me out. Uh, not a Captain lot of EO Captain in EO the day. Gone. Yeah. But yeah. now it's the Pixar. What else do we have? Um, maybe the hall of presidents. Yeah. Any, any large theater show or any of the shows like the little mermaid. Yeah. They ask you to go to the end of the row. That would be the last seat on the other that side. That means all the way across, not stop in the middle for the best view and let everyone else trample over your knees. Um, it It's just so irritating. You've got to push your way to the front. The Muppets. Oh, yeah. You push your way to the front so you're the first ones in. I'm sorry, but that's a ticket to the end of the row. Don't run in if you don't want to be at the end of the row because you need to move down. Yeah. And this is, and sometimes it's obvious, like you could be there early in the morning, late at night, off season, and there's only like 200 people waiting in the theater seats, like 700 or something. And then it's pretty obvious that you can kind of sit wherever you want and, and it's not going to be a big deal. 
but during season when it's packed and you have to get every last seat in there and they're counting everybody and everybody goes in and only goes in halfway. And then you have this huge amount of people trying to crawl over you. Well, and then the, the overhead announcer says, please stand up and move to the end of your row. And they don't, they and still they just sit. still ignore you. Yeah. And they still sit there. And I've everyone's seen them waiting. get very angry with people and say, you can either move to the end of the row or you can leave. Wow. I've seen the people right, sitting in the so. middle. Yeah. I've seen people in the middle kind of like make me when, when other guests are saying, can you stand up and move to the end of the row? They're like, no, I'm sitting here because I want to see the show. I'm not going to sit on the end yeah. and get argumentative that way. Yeah. They have, a, <sighs> just flew by me. Um, they, they need to just follow the rules, go to the end of the line or the, the row. And if you wanted to sit in the middle, try and plan a little better. Let yep. 20 people go in front of you. Don't elbow your way to be the first one in the theater. And it's always the ones that elbow the the row. Yeah. It's always the rude ones that want to be first. And then they plop down in the middle. So touring tip, if you want to be in the middle of the theater, do not be first in line. Yeah. Um, I try to get to the middle by allowing so many people to get in front of me and it kind of works. I never have this problem in Carousel of Progress. It's like five you know people in there. I don't know. I've had it. It's slammed in there a lot of times. It's kind of crazy. Like, I just mm-hmm. spread out. I throw my bags all over the place, my hat one direction, my shoes in another. Mm-hmm. I treat it like my personal living room. Mm-hmm. Not really. Mm-hmm. And every time she leaves, she leaves knowing there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. There is. Um, it's the best attraction. All right, Sharpie. Restaurant etiquette. Restaurant etiquette. There's a lot. Well, Disney Disney restaurant etiquette. It's going to kind of mix with typical etiquette in a restaurant, but I think there are a couple special things you need to do at Disney. And 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 there's also a few things to keep in mind. If you are the type that does not like to hear screaming, crying children at dinner. Disney might not be the best vacation destination for you, or you need to upgrade to signature restaurants where you will see fewer children. Uh, You cannot expect to go to Chef Mickey's and have a nice, quiet, relaxed meal. Not going to happen. It's loud. It's obnoxious at times. Uh, There are people constantly running back and forth, uh, trying not to miss the characters. Uh, if you are trying to get the attention of your, your waiter or your server, do not stand up and and yell at them. That's just tacky. You having an empty glass for, for, for all of 30 seconds does not constitute poor service. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm I'm pretty sure. (laughs) It's not a wine glass. It's a water glass. Oh, all right. Right. Yeah. No. Sorry, Lauren. So, yes. It, okay. Usually it has been my experience that at Disney, they do a very good job of keeping, keeping your glass full, but you know, they're very busy. They have a lot of, uh, a lot of other guests that they're taking care of. So, so be patient, be patient with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, um, quick service restaurants, those are clean up after yourself restaurants. Perfect. Perfect example, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Those are ones where you need to take your tray and find a trash can, clean up the table. Don't leave blobs of ketchup on the table. Poor etiquette. And don't send your family in an hour ahead of time 
to stake out tables if you don't have your food yet. And this is something that a couple of the, the quick service restaurants have been uh, kind of piloting. Mm-hmm. So you, they will not let a family in without a table or without food. So you cannot sit down and claim a table if your family does not have food in your hands. Yeah. So they seem to have been better on that the last couple of times we've been there. They've set that up and I don't know if they just do it during busy season or if they do it all the time, but that seems to work now because now you can actually, and they'll, they'll help you. If you have a kid, they'll help carry a a tray for you or they'll help you find, uh, you know, if you're on crutches or something or have a stroller or something. Or a young child. Yeah. Yeah. They'll help you find a table. So that really helps out a lot. I have a quick tip. It's, it's not really etiquette, but it just kind of hit me that, um, what you can do because of the rush for tables, um, cosmic rays. A lot of people don't know about the seating that is to the far right. Yeah, don't of- tell everybody. What? Never Jeez. mind. <laughs> Never mind. Jeez, Lisa, you've got to keep some family secrets. It's just trying to help. Yeah, so there's seating. Where is it, Lisa? Okay, so um, you've got the different bays from which you order mm-hmm. your food to the far right. Everyone comes down by the stage and goes down. No, 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 no. Go to the far right. And there are lots of tables over there. And a lot of times you'll find an open table. You'll find several. Yeah. And they're doing, they've been doing the same thing there where they won't let you sit until you have food. So that's helped out a lot over there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Disney in the way of etiquette for dress, I can, it's kind of the wild west for that because, you know, some people are in the park all day, so they might go to a signature you know, you know, in a t-shirt and shorts or something. And then some people might be at the resort and get a little dressed up and go, but it's kind of, um, it's open, you know, you can kind of do either. So you don't have to feel bad if you've been in the park all day. Uh, and then you, you know, should and, though, Yeah, <laughs> put some decent clothes on. No, if I'm you kidding. Can, I well, mean- and they, they even lowered it now on Palo on the cruise line. So Palo on the cruise line now will accept jeans, uh, as long as they're not ripped, which is kind of, I don't know. I, I, that takes away I don't from like Paolo. it. I don't like yeah, it either. Yeah, it totally does. I kind of like to, people to be a little dressed up if, if you can and make it a special occasion. I think if you're going to a signature restaurant on Disney property, you should probably try to dress up a tiny bit. You know, you see people in shorts and t-shirts, but I would say like 70% of the guests at those types of restaurants usually are dressed up. Yeah. And if they're at the resort, it's usually the resort guests. So if we that all are, band together, we can shame them into dressing properly. I mean, like yes. yes. Although I have gone to California Grill in a polar fleece and jeans. So, but the, I, that was like impromptu. So, yeah, yeah so because you, yeah. California Grill is very impromptu. Well, we went, we ate in the bar. So yeah. we just, it was like five o'clock and we were like, gosh, I could really go for some food. And, and we just went upstairs and they let us in. Um, but I felt uncomfortable. So if anyone else has any pet peeves or etiquette pet peeves, go to the show notes on this mouse chat show over at mousechat.net. I have one. And you can leave your, well, you can leave your comment there, Chris. Or I do. Mine is people who don't tip at buffets. Hmm. Ooh, good one. Don't tip at buffets. Okay. That's all I had to say. You can continue. Um, yeah, but just go to uh, mousechat.net and you can leave your pet peeve or advice there for others. All right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I would like to, hey, do we want to do any swag? Let's do a swag. We haven't done a swag in a while. Swag! Who wants to pick mouse a, chat swag. Who wants to pick a mouse chat swag? Wow, winner? I didn't know we had a swag theme song. Oh, it's, that's the there nice you go. One. Why don't you pick one, Sharpie? 
I have a feeling that Mouse Chat swag is going to be the next big Disney thing. It is. It is. People will meet in the park and start exchanging it. Like, hey, I got a I button. So. What did you get? I got the thong. It's gonna, the thong? Gonna be under, <laughs> yeah, the mouse chat thong. You haven't seen it? Jeez. <laughs> oh it was really hard to get mouse chat on the back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Go ahead. Pick the swag. I swear it's not a thong. <laughs> well, there's a... You might get a pin. We've just lost things. all of our G rating. No one's gonna. No one's Thong even gonna. Is not a bad word. <laughs> You're not really talking about sandals, Lisa. <laughs> okay. Mm. We could make some mouse chat flip. The perfect mouse chat swag would be a signed picture of you in your electric boogaloo phase, <laughs> <laughs> or in your shorty bathrobe. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Or I think you should put on the together lawn. the uh, the mm-hmm. Steve Griswold pedicure kit. <laughs> That's a very wow, good idea because many. the shorty bathrobe. I don't know that people want to see that. How come? But the pedicure kit is adorable. How come all this revolves around me and nobody uh, else? Here? Because you're so funny. Uh huh. <laughs> nobody else wants their own swag. Yes. Sharpie. My swag would be a wine um, glass. Looking, I'm I don't looking, know. Gosh, what about? I can't find like the perfect. We could have. Remember those calendars you used to get? Like every Christmas, you'd get a calendar, and every day it would Seriously? have like Dilbert or something. You'd pull off the page. Oh, like three hundred and sixty-five. Yeah. Days what about of like? Steve? No, we could have like. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking more of like just like a Chris um, snark. Every day, there's a different snark. You just walk up and go. Wake up and go. Eh. <laughs> Give you like every page. Eh. Uh-huh. Like a Garfield one. But it would just be a uh, Chris themed. You could do could that. Could I be eating lasagna? And then every once in a while, you could fold one and you could have like one that's an origami and you could show him how to make a swan. Or a diaper. Or a diaper. You could show him yeah. how to fold. I'm telling you, his diapers diaper. were perfect. <laughs> All right, okay. we're just filling okay. dead so air I for the swag winner. I finally picked uh, a comment. Mm. Uh, and this, the, our, our mouse chat swag this week goes to Dustin McClellan, uh, who shared pity on me uh, the night that uh, we were uh, periscoping from Animal Kingdom uh, during the Awaken Summer event uh, for, for having pity for me for having to suffer through working late hours. It was such a long night. Oh, we uh, all have pity. But it was so, oh, I feel so, so rewarding. I know. I know. He's a poor Sharpie having to suffer through working late late hours. So thanks, Dustin, for always listening. Dustin and Amber are fantastic fans of Mouse Chat, uh, who, who live in the heart of the Ozarks. Uh, and they're always, always shouting out to us on, on Facebook and other uh various social media platforms. So thanks, thanks to, to Dustin and Amber for being here. Can I boycott us. that? Thanks. That is not an appropriate comment to pity you. I know. Yeah, it was, it was rough. How many Sharpie. of those, how many of those mixed yeah. drinks did you have Sharpie or the, or the oh, different desserts? I, you know, the funny thing is I only had one, I had only had one drink that night that, and it Were was. Were they the blue ones? No, I had the orange, like kind of, I think it was like the sunset Savannah or something wow. like that. They always uh, have was, that blue one. It's terrible. Yeah, it kind of yeah, tastes. A you bit got like really drunk syrup. on that. That was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so they have the glow cubes in there and the all the little mini desserts. They know how to do a party. Yeah, I'm trying to see which because I, I I took a picture of the. Oh, you drink. did take a picture of the drink. Yeah. Yes, you were oh, working so right. hard. There's like drink and food. Let me see here. What, which, yeah, which poor shark. Oh, here we he go. Had to work <laughs> here, here, here's the drink that I had. <laughs> Sunset on the river. Sunset on uh, the river. It was blood orange lemonade, uh, blood orange moanin, 
Uh, and let me see here. And something in coconut rum. Oh. The the rim of the, gla- the glass is actually. Uh, no. Ah, poor Sharpie. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really good. Poor Sharpie. Blood, blood I really sad. Everybody, everybody should have such a tough job. I know. <laughs> I know. Very good. Well, Lisa, you want to close the show? Yes, I do. Holy cow, this is out of hand. Okay, I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. I will tell you, if you want to listen to more of these shows, head on over to iTunes or go to mousechat.net. You can download our shows there. You can also, while you're over at mousechat.net, leave us some comments and questions. We'll be happy to read those and maybe even get you some swag. And yeah, that's it. So thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.